Hey everyone, I'm your host, Ichi, and welcome to What Happened Again podcast. Welcome to episode one. If you weren't able to check out the trailer beforehand, don't worry. Basically, what's going to happen is I've chosen a movie to talk about during this episode, and I'll be providing my own summary start to finish as well as my thoughts and review. So as a reminder, the theme that I'll be doing for the next couple of months are movies that are predicted to be nominated for an Oscar. And so the first movie that we're doing today will be Frozen 2, which will probably be nominated for Best Animated Feature Film. So the reason why I wanted Frozen 2 to be the first episode was because Frozen actually plays a really big part in my life and it is one of the main reasons why I'm the movie lover that I am today. Six years ago when it came out, I instantly fell in love with it, and embarrassingly enough, I actually watched it about like six times in theaters. I remember watching it on my birthday, and I even remember um, when I was applying to colleges, the early acceptance um, results came out in January, and I remember the day before the results were to come out, I thought to myself, okay, if I get into the school, I'm going to watch Frozen to celebrate, and if I don't get into school... I'm going to watch Frozen to console myself. And so, yeah, I just remember asking, you know, every time I met a new friend, I'd be like, oh, have you seen Frozen? And let's like shove it onto them. And I just loved everything about the film. I loved the music. I loved Elsa, her dress. I even jokingly say sometimes that Elsa Blue is my favorite color. And it was also the first time that I watched the Oscars seriously with the movie that I was rooting for. Before, I would just like play it. Um, and just see what happened. But this time, knowing that Frozen was nominated for Best Animated Feature Film, as well as, you know, Best Original Song, I was just really excited to see how well they would do. And I was still in high school during this time, so I had, you know, I had school the next morning, but I remember staying up all night to see the results. I remember staying up to watch Indina Menzel sing Let It Go. And so Frozen has a really special place in my heart, which is why I thought it would be best for Frozen 2 to be the first episode of this podcast. And so with that, let's get started. So the movie starts out in baby Anna and baby Elsa's bedroom. They have like this snow play area where they're playing dolls that Elsa made um, with her ice powers. And you can definitely tell the different playing styles that the two have. Elsa's all worried about, you know, the villain that's attacking them. And all Anna cares about is marriage and love and happy endings and there's a moment where she takes the two dolls and like she makes them kiss and Elsa's like, come on, Anna, like we have stuff to do, like focus. And um, their parents walk in and they're like, oh, you know, what are you guys playing? And they're like, oh, we're playing Enchanted Forest. And so then he's like, well, that's no Enchanted Forest like I've ever seen, which then cues his backstory of when he was a kid in Arendelle. And so back in the day, his father was king of Arendelle and there are two types of people. There were the people who live in Arendelle and then there are North Ultra who lived in the Enchanted Forest. And so there are four spirits that ran the forest. They were the spirits of water, earth, fire, and air. And so the people of the North Aldra tribe were not magical, but they lived in harmony with the spirits and they used them for their daily life. One day, the king of Arendelle and the chief of the North Aldra tribe come together and they create a peace treaty um, and... Arendelle builds the North Ultra tribe this large dam to strengthen their waters and they plan out this huge celebration day where everyone was to come together and just celebrate the treaty that the two groups have created 
And so Elsa and Anna's father, whose name is Agnar, is able to go with them that day. And he describes the scene as beautiful. Everyone's laughing and they're playing with the spirits. And he says they're charmed and enchanted. But then they let their guard down. And out of nowhere, everyone's just fighting with each other. And he doesn't know what's going on. And the king of Arendelle is fighting. And he then gets like pushed off a cliff or something. And so that like enrages the spirits and they go crazy on both parties and they just start attacking and they attack Agnar and he like falls backwards onto a rock and like hits his head, um, knocks him out. And um, then he says that he heard a mysterious voice and um, some woman came and saved him. And when he came home, he was now king of Arendelle. But the problem is there was a huge mist that now encompasses the forest and no one can get in, and there were some people who were stuck there, and they also cannot come out. And so that was like his bedtime story to the girls. And then Elsa and Anna ask more questions to their mother, and they're like, why would they attack us? Like, why would they attack people who give them big gifts of peace? And so then the mother says, only Atahala knows, which is a river that apparently holds all the answers. And she said that her mother used to sing her lullaby, which now cues the first song of Frozen 2, All Is Found. So she cuddles with Anna and Elsa, and she begins to sing this song. And so if you're paying attention, all you really need to do is listen to the lyrics of the song, and it's like heavy foreshadowing. And so there's like this warning in the song. I'm not going to sing it because I sound terrible. But it says, Dive down deep into her sound, but not too far or you'll be drowned. And there's another verse that says, she will sing to those who'll hear, and in her song, all magic flows. But can you brave what you most fear? Can you face what the river knows? So it doesn't sound too good for them, but, you know, at the moment, we're not supposed to know anything. It's just supposed to be a lullaby. And so it then opens up to the present time with Elsa and Anna and Kristoff and Sven all living in the kingdom. And there's a part where Elsa's like looking out and she's being called by someone who works for her to get ready. And she then hears a voice and she looks out and she's like, did you hear that? And he's like, no. And so we know that Elsa's now hearing voices. And so Anna's walking by herself and then she comes across Olaf and instantly goes into the second song, Some Things Never Change. And so this song is all about, you know, how some things don't change, how she's always going to love Olaf and how they're always going to get along together. And it lets everyone in the cast have their own little moment. And so Kristoff is singing about how he'll always love Anna. And you see that he has a ring. And so you know that he's about to propose to her or he's thinking about it. And Elsa's overlooking, you know, Kristoff and Anna. And she's talking about how she holds all of these precious moments dear to her heart. And how she doesn't really want things to change. And then it cuts to the people of Arendelle. And they're all like setting up for this huge banquet. I don't know if it's like Thanksgiving or something or if they just always eat together. But they're singing about how much they love Arendelle and how much they love each other. And then Elsa says a line like, And I promise you that the flag of Arendelle will always fly. Another red flag, because when you promise something like that, it usually means it's not going to happen. Especially with a song called Some Things Never Change. Usually means that some things will change. And so, you know, the song ends with a cute moment where everyone's like, hugging each other and Kristoff spins Anna. It's really adorable. And so after that, it cuts to a scene where Anna, Kristoff, Sven, Olaf, and Elsa are playing charades. And so, you know, 
Olaf is like really good at it because he can change his body to whatever the word says. And so he does it really well. And then it's Elsa's turn. And she's like still really disturbed about the voices that she's hearing. And so she's like not into it. She's like doing like weird motions of her body. And then she like gets none of the answers right because she hears the voice again. And when Anna's like, oh, rematch, she's like, eh, I'm just going to go to bed. And so everyone starts going to bed. And it's just Kristoff and Anna. And you can tell that Anna's like really like disturbed by Elsa's behavior. But Kristoff is like, oh my god, this is my this is my chance to propose. And so he's like getting the mood right. He's like making the fire bigger. He like puts men in his mouth and he's like on his knees, ready to propose. And all Anna can think about is Elsa. And so she like quickly kisses him and runs off. And Kristoff's just like left on his knees, like, oh, okay, bye. Um, and so she goes into Elsa's room and Elsa has her mother's scarf around her which I guess is an indicator that she's like sad. And so Anna's like, yep, I knew it. And so they cuddle in bed and Anna sings that lullaby to Elsa to help her sleep. And so they're now both asleep and the voice comes back and Elsa wakes up and she tries to go back to sleep, but the voice keeps calling her, which then leads into the third song, Into the Unknown, which starts off with Elsa talking to the voice and saying things like, stop talking to me, I don't want to follow you. Um, There's a line in the song that says, I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you. It's a really catchy song. um, But then it's kind of weird because she does like a huge 180. And she says, are you here to distract me so I make a big mistake? Or are you someone out there who's a little bit like me who knows deep down I'm not where I'm meant to be? And so then she starts talking about how her powers have been growing and she can feel it like there's a life bigger out there for her that she wants. Um, and so it leads to this really beautiful sequence. Everything's all black around her and she uses her ice powers kind of like a light show. So she'll create all these images um, and there's like sparkle around her. And then it has the images of the four elements. And so you have like fire coming up and then you have like, you know, a water horse and these big earth giants But again, they're all kind of sparkling and they just keep appearing around her. Again, it's really beautiful. And I know on YouTube, they have the full clip available. So I highly suggest just going and watching it because me talking about it is not going to do it justice. But basically what she's saying is that she wants to now follow the voice, even though two seconds earlier she said she didn't want to follow the voice. And um, she ends the song with her running after it saying, where are you going? Don't leave me alone. How do I follow you into the unknown? And she like reaches her arm out to grab it. And that like wakes up the spirits. And so now there's like little ice crystals all around her, like all over the air. And the crystals represent, you know, fire, earth, water, and wind. And now everyone is like coming out of their homes. Like Anna comes out and she's like, what is this? And all the townspeople come out and they're like, what? And then the ice just falls from the sky, which seems kind of dangerous, but it hurt no one. Um, And then slowly the elements start, you know, attacking. And so all the fire goes out in the village, all the water goes out in the village. And then this huge gush of air comes and like it starts pushing people out of the village. And then next is the earth. And so the, the floor below them starts like rumbling and it's just basically pushing everyone out of Arendelle. And so they head towards the cliffs. And so now everyone is gathered around and the trolls come, you know, Kristoff's family and Pobby, I believe it's his name. He's like the troll king, um, the elder troll who like can see things and is all mystical. 
And so they're asking him, like, why is this happening? What's going on? And he's like, let me see what I can see. And there's like images of the um, dam that Arendelle built the North Ultra people. And, you know, a wrong must be righted. And they see each other like fighting. And he's like, but that's all I can see. You must find the truth of the past because I can't see anything after that. And when you can't see anything after, all you can do is the next right thing. Which, all right, remember that phrase because that phrase comes up a lot. Like they're like shoving that down our throats this whole movie. And I'm also like questioning how useful the troll elder is because I thought he was like all knowing and all seeing, but he actually knows nothing. Like he gave like no hints, no context. And so he's pretty useless. And Elsa's like, okay, the next right thing. So I need to follow the voice. And so she's like, Kristoff, can I borrow your sled and Sven? And he's like, um, I'm not very comfortable with that. And Anna's like, oh, I'll go. And Elsa's like, no, you're weak. And Anna's like, um, I climbed the North Mountain. I got a frozen heart and I protected you from my ex-boyfriend all without powers. So I'm going. And so they all end up going. Um, they're riding down the path and Olaf then goes, who likes trivia? Me! And starts saying like all these random facts, um, one of which is important. All the other ones are just hiding the fact that this one is important. But the important one is that water has memory. And so he goes and he continues on with all these fun facts and then everyone tells him to shut up. And so him and Elsa are like asleep and Anna's like, all right, you know, it's just me and you, Kristoff. What do you want to do? And he's like, Sven, keep this wagon steady. And so Anna obviously wants to make out, but Kristoff's trying to propose. And so he says, remember the first time we rode like this together and I said you'd be crazy to marry a guy you just met? And Anna takes it the completely wrong way and she's like, what? You think I'm crazy? And then he's like, no, not crazy. Um, just naive, like new to love. And when you're new to love, you tend to get things wrong. And she's like, so you're saying that I'm wrong for you. And so he's just like stumbling over his words. But luckily the voice comes back and Elsa's like, Kristoff, stop talking. And he's like, yeah, good idea. And, and so they stop the cart and they all get off and they walk towards the mist of the Enchanted Forest. And so no one can get in. You know, Kristoff tries, Olaf tries. But then the moment Elsa sticks out her hand, the mist parts and you see the four, you know, there's like four rocks that have like earth, wind, fire and water symbols on them. And so they all slowly walk into, you know, the enchanted forest and then the mist comes back and like pushes them out onto the other side. And when they try to go back through the mist, it like blocks them out. And so now they're stuck in the enchanted forest. And so everyone's like looking at the forest and they're like, wow, this is beautiful. And Anna goes and she sees the big dam that Arendelle built. And she's like, wow, this is great. This is beautiful. And um, Kristoff's like, yeah, good thing that the dam is still in good shape. And she's like, why? And he's like, because if the dam were to break, you know, it would send a tidal wave so large that it would, you know, wipe out everything on this fjord. And she's like, Arendelle's here. And he's like, oh, don't worry. Like, Arendelle's not going to fall. Which again, another red flag. All right, Kristoff. And so then Sven's like, go and propose. And so he's like, Anna, under different circumstances, this would be really romantic. And she says something like, you mean with someone else? And so it leads to this whole discussion about how, you know, Kristoff's like, you know, if we don't make it out of here, I just wanted to. And she's like, what do you mean we're not going to make it out of here? And so it's just like this back and forth, like nothing's going right for Kristoff. And she's like, where's Elsa? And she like storms off. And so again, 
that's like his third time trying to propose and it just didn't go right. And so she finally meets up with Elsa and she's like, oh, where's Olaf? And so you see like they completely left Olaf and so now he's alone and a lot of weird things are happening because the spirits are messing with him. So like the air is like dumping leaves onto him and rocks are tripping him and everything, which leads into the next song, When I Am Older. And so he's just talking about how right now nothing makes sense, but when he's older, it will make sense. Um, and so he just keeps being messed with by the spirits. And he's like, oh, this is really scary. But don't worry, like when I'm older, these will all be childish fears. And so at the very end, he gets like sucked up by a tornado, which then leads him back to um, the rest of the crew. And they all get sucked up by a tornado. And so they're all trying to escape. And then for some reason, the tornado just like spits out Anna, Kristoff, Sven, and Olaf, but leaves Elsa. And so Anna's like, that's my sister, give her back. And then Elsa like uses her ice powers to like freeze the air and like drop down to the ground. And she's like using her ice powers to push the air away. I don't know, like talking about it out loud now like really doesn't make any sense, but that's what's happening. She's like using her ice powers to push the ice away. And then she starts hearing voices and she starts seeing like images of time of like her grandfather and her father when she was a kid. And, you know, with one final push, it like pushes the air away and then creates like these like ice sculptures all around them. And everyone's like, oh, what are these? And she's like, oh, they look like moments in time. And then Anna's like, Olaf, what is that thing you always say? Which leads back to that first trivia fact that he told, which is that water has memory. And so they realize that these are moments in time because the water remembered everything um, from the past. And so they see a sculpture of their father when he was a kid and the mysterious woman who saved him. And they're like, okay, so the woman who saved him was from the North Alder tribe. And at that moment, they hear like a rustling in the um, leaves and like Anna grabs like frozen sword and she's like, come out and like hits the bushes and you see... There is a group of people from the North Ultra tribe just ready to attack and they're like, lower your weapon. But then you hear Arendellian soldiers come out and they're like, and you lower yours. And so you realize that there have been two groups of people stuck in this enchanted forest this entire time. And so they're like, who are you guys? What's going on? And this leads to one of the funniest moments of the film, which is Olaf's recap of Frozen 1. And so he says things like, it all began with two sisters, one born with powers, one powerless. And um, he uh, acts out the moment when they're playing with snow and um, Elsa's like, Anna, too high! And then Anna gets hit in the head. Or when um, all the doors had to be closed when Anna got hurt and Olaf's like, at least they had their parents. Their parents are dead. And what makes this even funnier is that there is a soldier on the Arendellian side who's like reacting to the story. So he's like, oh no. And um, it shows when Elsa goes crazy and like, you know, attacks Anna and Anna needs like uh, the kiss. And so she's with Hans and she's like, only a kiss of true love will set me free. And they're about to kiss and Hans like, yeah, right. I'm not kissing you. Also, I'm the bad guy. And the, the soldier is like, what? Or like when Anna's like, I'm about to freeze. And the soldier's like, oh no, Anna. Like, I don't know. It's just like the reaction, the back and forth of Olaf and that soldier just like really makes it so funny. Um, I, I did not do it justice. I'm sorry. But 
Um, so that was like the recap. And so they're like, oh, are you really the queen of Arendelle? And Elsa's like, I am. And the North Ultra people are like, why would the spirits reward a person of Arendelle with magic? And so then obviously, of course, they're still fighting because the soldier on the other side is like, um, because we didn't attack first. And so we still don't know what's going on with that situation. And then Anna realizes that she recognizes the man. He's actually, um, her father's, you know, personal guard. And so they're all like buddy, buddy. And the soldier, um, his name's General Matias. He's like, I swore to protect Arendelle, so we're on their side. And Elsa's like, I'm not here to fight. I just want to figure out what's going on and listen to the voice. And so the leader of the North Ultra tribe, her name's Yelena. She's like, well, I'm not listening to you. We only listen to the forest. And when the spirits speak, we listen. And at that moment, the fire spirit goes crazy. And it's setting the whole forest on fire. And so everyone's running away. And Elsa's, you know, standing her ground. And she's using her ice powers to put out the fire. And Anna turns around and she's like, what are you doing? So she like runs back to try to like save her sister or stop her. And of course, she's like getting bogged down by the smoke. And she's like coughing and she like collapses onto the ground. And Kristoff comes like grabs her and takes her away. So Elsa's over here just like battling the fire by herself. And then she then is able to corner the fire. And she's about to, you know, use her ice powers to just do one last blast. But then she realizes it's like this little salamander looking thing. And it's like really cute. And so she doesn't attack it. And she actually befriends it. Um, He really likes her cold skin. And so it like kind of cools itself down on her. And then um, the North Ultra people and the Arendellians come. And she's like, oh, they're looking at us, aren't they? And then the voice comes back and the salamander turns around so it can obviously hear it. And Elsa's like, oh, so you can hear it too. Like, what should we do? Where do we go? And so the salamander goes north and Elsa's about to follow it when Anna runs up and she's like, Elsa, what are you doing? Um, you could have been killed. And so they have this whole argument and then Elsa's like, all right, you're feeling bad. I know what you need. Here's mother's scarf. And so Anna wraps it around her and then the people of North Aldra are like, where did you get that scarf? That's a North Aldra scarf. And then they're like, oh shoot, wait. And so they run over to the sculpture of you know, their father and that mysterious woman, and they look at the woman and they're like, oh my god, this woman is our mother, we see it now. And so they're like, um, our mother was North Aldra, which then leads the people of North Aldra to do um, this like traditional song, and so they all hold hands into like the spiral, and um, it ends with Yelena grabbing Elsa and Anna's hand, and she's like, we're North Aldra, we're people of the sun, you know, basically showing that she accepts them now, and Elsa's like, all right, we need to find the voice. And the line is like, nope, the earth giants roam the north at night. And so you can go tomorrow morning. And so they all go back to camp with them. And so all of them are like befriending, you know, the people of the forest. And so Kristoff met a guy named Ryder. And he's like telling him about, you know, all his failed proposals. And Ryder's like, I know nothing about women, but I know that we have the best proposals. And so if you follow me now, we can be ready by dawn. And so him and Kristoff go off and do their own thing. And Anna and General Matias are talking um, about, you know, his past in Arendelle. And he talks about his father and how his father built them a good life, but taught them not to take anything for granted. And that when things don't go your way, you need to. And then Anna finishes off with saying that special phrase, do the next right thing. And so Elsa's now with this woman named Honey Marin. 
and she's holding her mother's scarf and Honey Marin's like, look at this. And on the scarf, there's a pattern of, you know, like four crystals and they each represent fire, water, wind, and earth. And she goes, but look in the middle. And she points to like the diamond in the middle. She goes, there's a fifth spirit. It's known to be the bridge between people and the spirits. And then at that moment, you hear a big rumbling and the earth giants are actually at the camp base. And so everyone's like, hide. And they put out the fires and everything. They hide all the children. And Elsa's like hiding behind a tree. I don't know. It's like not the best hiding spot. But the earth giants are coming. And she looks over his shoulder. And then the earth giants look over her way. And so she hides again um, and waits for them to pass. And she keeps looking at them. And then she like looks like she's trying to run after them. But then Anna grabs her hand and she says like, ugh. Like, don't tell me you're about to run after them, which is what everyone was thinking because that was such a stupid move. Um, and Elsa's like, we need to follow the voice. They knew that I was here and it's not safe if I stay here. We're leaving now. And so Anna's like, okay, we're leaving. Uh, let me just get Kristoff. And she turns around and she's like, where did Kristoff go? And Olaf's like, oh yeah, he left with that writer guy. And she's like, oh. And so um, she just goes off of Elsa and Olaf to wherever they need to go. And it cuts to the scene of Kristoff and now he's like standing on a rock and there's like reindeer all around him and he's like, is this going to work? And the writer guy's like, oh, for sure. And so you see like a silhouette of what looks like to be Anna and she's like walking towards them. And so Kristoff like does this huge proposal with like there's like butterflies everywhere. Um, And to his dismay, it's not Anna, it's actually Elena. And she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, the princess went with the queen. They're long gone don't try to meet up with them. There's no way you could catch up. And she also says something like, yeah, we're leaving now. Um, you can join us if you want. And so it's like super awkward. And um, Kristoff's like really sad. And Ryder's like, all right, I'm going to go pack. You're going to meet us there? And Kristoff's like, yeah, definitely. I know my way around the woods. And so he's like super dejected. And he like sits on a rock and spends with him. And so then he sings like a little bit of reindeers are better than people. Then... It goes into what might possibly be like the funniest scene of the whole movie. And it's Kristoff's love ballad. It's like an 80s love ballad. You have like a piano intro. And then you have like this like electric guitar just like cut in. And this whole scene was just one big meme, honestly. He like, there's moments where he's leaning against um, a tree singing. There's moments where he uses like pine cones as like a microphone to sing into. Um, there's moments where, you know, he's singing and then like a big and large version of his face is like right next to him singing. It's just, it's so funny. And the song is also really, really catchy. It's basically about him being lost in the woods without her. Um, there's a line that's like, and I'll wait for a sign that I'm your path because you are mine until then I'm lost in the woods. And I just think it's like super cute. Um, It's really hard not to sing along to it, but again, I'm just like terrible at singing. And um, there's even a scene where he's like walking and like everything around him is black. And then like the reindeer um, are like his chorus and they're like mimicking the Bohemian Rhapsody art um, where Freddie Mercury's in the middle and his band is all around him. Here it's like Kristoff walking and then whenever the chorus comes, you have the reindeer around him in a similar fashion. So it was really funny. Um... So that was the ending of that song. And then it cuts back to Anna and Elsa. And they're still moving north trying to find the voice that Elsa's been hearing. Um, And then they come across this ship. And they notice that the flag is an Arendellian flag. 
And they're like, oh, shoot. And so they run towards it because apparently that's their mother and father's ship, which it was said that their parents died in the southern seas, but now they're in the north, and so they're really confused as to what's going on. And Anna tells them to look for a waterproof compartment. So they're looking around the ship, and they finally find it, and it contains two pieces of paper. The first one is written like a foreign language, um, but the mother had written notes on the side. And so it says something along the lines of they're trying to find the magical source, Elsa's power source. And then the second piece of paper is a map that shows the path that they were planning on taking. And they never planned on ever going to the Southern Seas. Um, That was just a lie. They actually were planning on going north past the Dark Sea all the way to Atahalan, which is that river that the mother was singing about in the beginning during the lullaby. And Olaf is asking, you know, what is Atahalan? And Anna explains that it is the magical river that can hold all the memories and all the answers of the past. And so Olaf is like, ooh, well, that reinforces my water has memory theory, um, which then sparks Elsa and gives her an idea. And so she, like, gets down on the ground and uses her powers to, like, suck up the water um, from the wood of the ship. And I don't know, I'm not really sure what the boundaries of her powers are, but she, like, brings it into the air and then she starts to form like an ice sculpture based on whatever the water can remember. And the ice sculpture then forms um, her father and her mother, you know, hugging each other as the wave is crashing upon them. And you hear them saying things like, we need to keep going north for Elsa. And Elsa's really upset when hearing this. And so she storms off and she keeps saying things like, I'm the reason why they died. And Anna just says, you know, Yelena said that she was confused as to why the spirits would grant someone of Arendelle with magic powers, and it's because our mother saved our father, so you're not a curse, you're a gift. And so Elsa decides that the next step should be to go to Altaholan and find the voice, and so Anna's like, alright, let's go, and Elsa says, not we, me. And so they get into this huge argument about why Elsa thinks she's too weak to go to Atahalan and how Anna just says that she wants to be with her every step of the way. And it ends with the two sisters hugging and Elsa looks over to Olaf and she motions for him to come over and so there's this huge group hug. But then you realize it's a trick because the moment Elsa steps backwards, she created like this ice boat for Anna and Olaf and she just sends them down this like ice path that she created to get them far away from her. And so Anna and Olaf are now in this boat going down the ice path and Anna's desperately looking around for anything that can help her stop the boat. And so she like grabs Olaf's arm and uses it to snag on a branch of a tree and it like pushes him off the path and into a river, which is not any better. And so now they're like floating down the river and Anna's super frustrated and Olaf says like, I sense rising anger. And, you know, Anna's like, of course I'm angry. And Olaf's like, uh, yeah, but like with me, not with you. And so they have this moment where Olaf is finally realizing what anger means. And he's just disappointed that Elsa pushed them away without saying goodbye. And so they share this nice moment of saying, you know, some things are changing, but our love together will not change. And then they need to shut up real quickly because now you see that they are surrounded by earth giants that are sleeping. And so they're trying to, you know, not touch them, not bother them. And to escape the earth giants, there's like a little cave. And so they go into the cave that instantly turns into a waterfall. And so they splash down and they get soaked. And they realize that they may be stuck in this cave. 
but they're walking around and they're trying to find, you know, a way out. And Olaf says, well, at least Elsa's having a better time, which then cuts to Elsa. And she's like on this beach and the waves of the ocean are just really strong. They're really high, really strong, and they're just coming down really hard. And Elsa's like bracing herself and she like strips herself of like the heavier clothing and she just runs out onto the water and she's using her ice powers to like walk on the still parts of the water but then this huge wave comes and it crashes down on her and brings her back to shore and so then the next scene is her kind of drenched and she's preparing herself to just go back in and so she runs back into the water she's using her ice powers to walk on the still parts of the water and the moment that the wave comes she does this huge ice pathway that she uses to run on and so it seems like she's being successful but then the wave is just too strong and like breaks through the ice path and it sends her you know going straight into the ocean and so she's like in the ocean and then the water spirit appears which is like the shape of a horse and so you see the horse get closer to her and then it just disappears and so she comes up to the surface for air and then as she's trying to you know escape the horse comes back and now it's just like a battle between her and the horse and the horse keeps pushing her down into the water and she keeps trying to you know freeze it make it go away so she can just come up back to the surface and breathe and the horse is really roughing around with her and it's dragging her along the water and then finally she gets the idea to make a ice rain and she just throws it onto the horse and then she gets on top of it and she's trying to calm it down and at first the horse is being really rough with her but eventually it starts to behave and now she's successfully riding the horse and it's just a really cool moment because she finally calms it down and she's riding it towards, you know, Atahalan and she sees Atahalan and she realizes that it's a river but the glacier, so it's a river that's frozen. And at that moment, you know, soft piano starts playing and it's just a very beautiful moment of her riding towards, you know, the thing that she's dreamed about this whole time. And so this leads into my personal favorite song, Show Yourself. And she's singing it as she approaches Atahalan and she finally gets there and, you know, she's walking in and she just wants the voice that she's been hearing to show itself to her. And so she sings lines like, I'm arriving and it feels like I am home. She sings things like, are you the one I've been looking for all of my life? And the scene itself is just really beautiful. Um, I know there's a sequence where she is stuck on one side and she needs to get to the other side and she uses her ice magic to make these pillars and she's just hopping from pillar to pillar to get to the other side and it's just again it's just really beautiful and so finally she's approaching the room where we assume that she's gonna meet the voice that she's been waiting for and when she gets in there it's all black and it's kind of like the light show that i was describing in into the unknown you have, you know, the four spirits come and they're all sparkly and the moment that they show themselves, they turn into, you know, a crystal with their respective element on it. And then you see that the crystals are sort of forming a snowflake and there is that center crystal for the fifth spirit and it goes onto the ground and then the moment that Elsa steps into the middle, it all lights up and a huge light just shoots into the air and all over the walls. And then you see that there are just a bunch of memories all around her, surrounding her, of her mother, of her. And so you realize that she is the fifth spirit. And, you know, it shows her mother calling out to the spirits at the very beginning when she tried to save Agnar when they were kids. 
And then you see um, a more recent version of the mother on the wall, and she's singing to Elsa, and she says, Come, my darling, homeward bound. And then Elsa replies, I am found, which is such a great moment because it just shows that Elsa now, you know, has a sense of purpose that she was looking for this entire time. You know, she was always wondering why she was the one with the powers and what it meant. And now she knows that she is the fifth spirit. She knows what she has to do. And so the mother and the daughter are like singing with each other, singing to each other. And the mother then says, you are the one you've been waiting for. And Elsa sings all of my life. And again, another great moment because it just shows that Elsa had the power all along. She just needed to find it. And she was looking for the answer and she realized that she was the answer. And so the song ends with a lot of high notes and she's swirling a bunch of like icy air everywhere. And when the song ends, you see the whole room is now filled with memories from her childhood. And a lot of them are scenes from the first movie. Um, you have scenes of her and baby Anna playing together. And you have scenes of Anna and Hans meeting for the first time. And it's funny because she like scoffs and then like breaks the Hans ice sculpture. And so she's just going through her memories. And then she hears a voice and it's of her grandfather and another guard from Arendelle back in the time. And basically he's asking the king why they have to bring all of Arendelle's guard to the celebration event with the North Ultra people. And then you realize that the king actually had, you know, evil intentions this entire time. And so he says that the North Aldra will never follow them as long as they follow magic. And so we need to bring our full guard to the event because when they bring their full guard, we'll see their size and we'll know how strong or how weak they are. And so then the two ice sculptures are now walking down this ominous hallway and Elsa follows them so she can hear more of the conversation. But then in the background, you hear the lullaby and that, you know, ominous phrase that was dive down deep into her sound, but not too far or you'll be drowned. And so she's going further and further, you know, down this hallway and you hear her grandfather say things like the dam is actually a trick. It's not going to strengthen their waters, but it's actually going to weaken their waters. And when it does, they're going to have to turn to Arendelle for help. And so there's a huge drop, which I guess is like the deep down part that she's not supposed to go to. But that's where, you know, the two ice sculptures of her grandfather and the guard are going. And so she wants to know more. And so she jumps down and it's basically ice sculptures of the celebration event from the past. You know, you see the same scenes that you saw in the beginning of the movie, but now in ice form. And then you see the North Aldra leader go up to the King of Arendelle. And he says, you know, the dam is not strengthening our waters. It's actually weakening the forest. And the grandfather says, oh, let's not talk about this here. Let's go get some tea and we could talk about it there. And then it cuts to another ice sculpture of the leader of North Aldra, you know, sitting, drinking tea. And then the King of Arendelle grabs his sword and is about to attack. And so right then, Elsa is trying to, you know, stop it. But then because she went down too far, it's actually like freezing down there. And so her body is actually turning into, you know, ice, just like Honest did in the first movie. And so you can see the ice creeping up on her body. And she knows that she needs to get the truth out to Anna. And so she's able to like, I don't know, condense the memory that she just saw into like a little bundle of ice and send it out to Anna. Um, I don't know how it's supposed to know where to go and who to give it to, but... 
it just does. And so that's the end of Elsa's scene. And it cuts back to Anna and Olaf in the cave. And so they're walking and they have, you know, two paths in front of them. And so they don't know where to go. And then in comes that little ice flurry that Elsa sent. And it comes through one of the paths and it starts manifesting itself into, you know, the ice sculpture that Elsa saw of the King of Arendelle attacking the North Aldra leader who's just drinking tea. And you can hear some of the key phrases that Elsa heard, which was, you know, that the dam was a trick to weaken their waters and that, you know, the dam is not strengthening the waters, but actually cutting off the forest. And so Anna's realizing what's going on, that it was really Arendelle's fault for all of this trouble and that the North Aldra leader had nothing to do with it. And so... She's having a hard time coming to this realization because it goes against everything that Arendelle stands for. And then she gets the idea and she realizes that the only way to fix this is to break the dam. And she's really sad when she says this because it goes back to what Kristoff said in the beginning where if the dam breaks, it's going to send water so fast and so strong that it's going to wipe down everything in the fjord, including Arendelle. But she knows that it's the right thing to do and it's the only thing to do to save you know, her people and free the forest. And so she's like, perfect, let's go. Let's find Elsa and let's fix this. And then you see that Olaf is starting to flurry. And at first he's just like, oh, look, I'm flurrying. And then he's like, oh, no, wait, I'm flurrying away. And he gets sicker and sicker and he, you know, loses his energy. And he says, you know, I don't think Elsa's okay. I think she might have gone too far. And, you know, I, I think she's, dead basically and the magic within him is wearing off and so there's a sad moment where you know Anna comes to the realization that yeah Olaf is it's dying and so she holds him close and they share some last goodbyes and then he flurries away into a pile somewhere else in the forest and so now Anna's left alone in the cave and it leads to the last song of the movie the next right thing which was that phrase that I told you guys to remember um and so the song is basically her just being really depressed, really sad. She really has nothing to live for. Um, you know, Kristoff's gone. She doesn't know where he is. Elsa's dead. Olaf's dead now. And she just like doesn't know what she's living for anymore. But she goes back to what Poppy said in the beginning, where if you can't see what the future holds, then the only thing to do is the next right thing. And so in her song, she talks about, you know, just taking little steps, you know, take a step, take a breath, just do whatever it takes to just keep going and moving forward. And so she finally climbs out of the cave and she knows that like nothing's going to be the same anymore, but she needs to do what she has to do. She just has to do the next right thing. And the song ends with like the image of the dam until so she knows exactly what she has to do. And so she runs towards the earth giants that she met earlier in the river and she's screaming at them to wake up because her plan is to have the earth giants, you know, destroy the dam. And so she's screaming at them and they wake up and they're like really violent because I guess, you know, they, they just got woken up from their nap and now they're coming after her. And so she's running as fast as she can, which I don't know, this is kind of a stupid idea because she can't run that fast, you know, but the earth giants are, you know, gaining up on her and she's just trying to lead them to the dam. And then luckily Kristoff is just, you know, walking around the forest and he sees her. And so just as she's about to get stomped on by a giant, he comes and gets her and carries away. And he says, you know, like, what do you need? And she's like, I need to get to the dam. And instead of saying like, 
where were you? You know, why did you leave me? He's just like, okay, got it. And he like takes her to the dam. And so she goes to the dam, but then she's stopped by the guards of Arendelle. And they're like, what are you doing? You know, we're here to protect Arendelle. And if you break this dam, Arendelle's going to fall. And Anna's like, no, this is Arendelle's only chance of surviving. The people have no future in that village unless we do this. My sister gave her life for the truth. And so before we lose anyone else, like, please, let's just break the dam. And so General Tias and the other guards, they agree, and they start making noises with their swords and shields to get the Earth Giant's attention. And Anna runs past them, you know, towards the main part of the dam. And she's like, throw your boulders. And so the Earth Giants have these big boulders, and they start throwing them at the bridge around her, which again is another really stupid idea because she's like on, you know, the dam that they're trying to break. So like, how did she expect to escape? Like, what was her plan? Anyway, so the boulders are hitting the dam all around her and everything's breaking. And for some reason, they just like stop when it's convenient to stop. Just enough time for her to, you know, jump off the breaking dam onto, you know, a part that's still intact. And General Tius is there to grab her and Kristoff comes and helps her up. And, you know, the dam breaks and the water just comes and it's starting to go towards Arendelle. But the moment that the dam broke, I guess it, you know, fixes everything. And so Elsa, who's frozen, unfreezes and she drops down into the ocean where her water spirit horse sees her. And so she gets on it and she's like riding, you know, past the wave that's coming towards Arendelle. And she stops right in front of Arendelle and she makes this huge ice wall just as the wave is about to crash into the village. And the ice wall, you know stops the wave and she like uses her magic to push the wave away so it saves the village saves the people everyone's cheering and she like goes back towards the enchanted forest and so now we cut back to Anna and Kristoff and everyone in the forest and so because of the dam breaking the spirits are pleased and the mist is lifted and so everyone is starting to walk out of the enchanted forest especially the people you know who have been trapped there the entire time some people were born in there like Ryder and so he looks up into the blue sky and he's just amazed. And all the reindeer are just super static. There's like a huge field in front of them. And so the reindeer just start charging. And they're just so happy to have enough space to just roam free. And so they have the scene where the reindeer are running like in this large circle. And there's like beautiful music playing. It's a really great moment. And you have Anna and Kristoff walking out of the forest. And, you know, Anna says, I'm sorry for leaving you. I was just really desperate to save Elsa. And Kristoff says, it's okay. My love isn't fragile, which is a really sweet moment for them. And everyone's just celebrating. Again, the reindeer are going, you know, crazy. And everyone's just really happy. And then you see Anna is just like really sad because she still thinks that, you know, Elsa's dead. And so... She's really sad, and then there's like a little ice flurry that flows by her face, and she's just super shocked, and she's like, wait. And so she follows where the ice came from up onto the beach, and she looks out into the water, and she sees Elsa and the horse riding back towards her, and she cannot believe her eyes, and so she's super excited. And so when Elsa finally gets to the shore, she's like, is that really you? And then they share this really nice embrace, and Elsa, you know, consoles Anna. Anna's like you know, crying and Elsa saying, you saved me, you did all of this, you know, Arendelle did not fall, I protected it, and this is all because you did the right thing, and 
Anna's like, did you find the fifth spirit? And Elsa just looks at her and Anna's like, you are the fifth spirit. And so they just share this really nice moment. And then Elsa goes, do you want to build a snowman? And she brings over the flurries that were just sitting, you know, somewhere in the forest and she brings them to her and she lets him manifest back into Olaf's body. And she says, thank goodness that water has memory. And so now we know that Olaf is back. He remembers everything from the past. And so he wakes up and Anna's super excited and she's like putting the carrot back and like all the buttons on his body and he sees everyone all together and it's just like this nice moment and he's like, I love happy endings or I assume we're done or it's just putting us in mortal danger thing going to be a frequent thing. And Elsa goes, no, we're done. And then Kristoff goes, no, there's one more thing I have to do. And so he gets down on one knee and, you know, he says something really sweet to Anna and he pulls out the ring and asks her to marry him. And she says, yes, you know, they share an embrace and he finally got the proposal that he wanted. And so they go back with everybody else in the forest and Anna tells General Matias that Arendelle has not fallen and Elsa tells Yelena and Honeymarin that Atahalan is beautiful to which Honeymarin says I think you belong up here and so Elsa says I made an oath to always protect Arendelle and do what's best and luckily I know exactly what that is and she looks to Anna and so then it cuts to a scene sometime in the future in Arendelle where they crown Anna as the new queen of Arendelle and um, there's a funny moment where Sven, Olaf, and Kristoff are all dressed up for the occasion, um, but you could tell they're like super uncomfortable. Uh, and they say, oh, the things you do for love. Um, and Anna goes to Jenna Matias, and they're about to unveil a new statue in the middle of, you know, the village. And they reveal that it's a statue of their father and mother when they were younger, um, you know, holding hands. And she says that now the lands and people are joined together by love. And so the wind spirit comes and she is like, oh, I have a note for my sister. Could you give it to her? And so the wind spirit drags this note over to where Elsa is in the enchanted forest. And Elsa picks it up and, you know, just says, Charades on Friday. Don't be late. You know, Arendelle's doing well. I love you. And so she cherishes the note and is now on to her next adventure, which is going back to Otto Holland. And so she grabs her water horse and she talks to all the spirits and she's just riding across the water towards, you know, Otto Holland. And the camera zooms onto her face as she's riding. And then it just cuts to black. And that is the end of Frozen 2. And so I absolutely loved this movie. It was everything that I wanted and more. And I was actually really nervous before walking into this film. Um, mainly because sequels just have disappointed me in the past. I really loved Wrecker Ralph. And then when Wrecker Ralph 2 came out, it just like wasn't as good. You know, same with Incredibles 2. And especially when you have such big shoes to fill, it's just really hard to have a sequel that hits the way you want it to. And the trailers were really action-y, and so I wasn't really sure how music would play into this movie. And so I was like a weird mix of excited and worried. But I sat there and, you know, the first song came and it was a lullaby. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That's cute. That's a good song. And then some things never changed happen. And I remember thinking like, I love this. And if this is the quality of music that we're getting throughout the whole film, then this is going to be great. And so from that moment, I was way more excited for the movie and all my worries had gone away. And so I was just watching it. And again, Into the Unknown was a really beautiful scene. And the movie was just really funny. Like I remember laughing throughout the whole film. Olaf's recap moment, Kristoff's Lost in the Woods. Like the moment that song came on, I died. 
I think I laughed throughout the whole scene. Um, Show Yourself was beautiful. And it was just entertaining from start to finish. You know, there weren't many lull moments in the movie, which is really great because the movies I've been watching this year, you know, some of them are good, but nothing has like really captured my attention throughout the whole film like this movie did. And so I was really grateful for that. And even though there's some like plot things that were kind of weird that I like mentioned during the summary, I can overlook that mainly because this is a Disney film and it's a children's film. And so, you know, plot wise, I'm not expecting it to be the best, especially since I think everything was like very predictable. I was never shocked throughout the film, not like Frozen 1 where like the moment Hans became the bad guy, I was like actually surprised that that happened or when Anna gave up her life, I was kind of shocked about like what was happening. Um, But here, like, when the grandfather ended up becoming the bad guy, like, I wasn't surprised at all, you know. And then at the beginning with the four elements, it just gave, like, heavy Avatar Last Airbender vibes. Like, the way that they were introducing the elements as well was just so similar. And so when they said that there was a fifth spirit that was the bridge between people and the spirits, I just kind of rolled my eyes. Like, okay, like, that's the Avatar and that's pretty much Elsa like it's pretty obvious that it's going to be Elsa and again you know do the next right thing that was a phrase that was said throughout the whole movie and so when Anna sang that song you know and when she decided to destroy the dam like none of that came to a shock it was just like yeah that makes sense because they've been leading up to it this whole film and so plot wise and surprise wise it wasn't the strongest but what really made it such a great film to me was the humor in it and just the art and design and just like the beautiful sequences that we saw and the music like I fell in love with the music I was really worried that I wouldn't I was really worried that they weren't going to live up to expectations set by the first movie because love is an open door you know first time in forever let it go those are really really great songs and so it's hard to follow that up but I think they have their own great songs in this movie that are a little bit different but great in their own way and so my ranking of the songs are show yourself Lost in the Woods, Some Things Never Change, Into the Unknown, Do the Next Right Thing, and then um, When I Am Older. But if you listen to the soundtrack, there's also one outtake that I want to shout out. It's from um, Anna Kristen Bell, and it's called Home. I think that outtake is really good, and so I would actually put that, you know, under Into the Unknown on my list of songs. And so if I were to rank this movie, I don't want to give movies like a numerical ranking. I think those are like really tricky, um, especially when you start like comparing movies that are just so similar. And so instead of giving a numerical rating, I'm going to put them into categories. And so I have like this movie Excel sheet that I've made with my friends and we basically just put movies into categories. And so our categories are love, great, good, like, all right, apathetic, and bad. And so if I were to place this movie into one of those categories, Honestly, I would put it into the love category. Like plot-wise, it's not the strongest, but it was super entertaining from start to finish, and I just loved everything about it, and so I would put it in the love category. And so that wraps up our episode on Frozen 2. Um, Did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? Let me know, and I hope to see you guys back for the next episode.